Welcome, Welcome to another, another episode, episode of, of Driving, Driving to, to the Res. We're your favorite hosts. Yeah, you forgot to say it. With your, your favorite, favorite hosts, Larry, Larry and Inelia. Yeah, okay, good job. We did good. We did Especially good. considering how many miles and miles and hours and hours we've been driving. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. That is a lot of hours. Yeah, it was hilarious though, because it is literally an overnight drive. Yes, we Literally. had an overnight drive from California to Washington. That's what we did. An overnight drive. Overnight Usually, drive. Usually, yeah, you can do I mean, it in a couple of days. People you drive can do it day, in a day. They do. Some people I do it in a day. Do. I've done it in a day. But you normally morning, you want to stop and have lunch. You drive for six and... hours. You eat some lunch somewhere. Then you drive for six or seven, seven more hours, hours and you're done. And you're done, yeah. Usually. Or you get up late and you drive for six or seven hours and then you sleep. sleep. Yes. And then you wake up. Any time the next day, and you drive for six or hours, hours and, and you're you there get again. there. Yeah, it's really not that big a deal. It's not complicated. Five days later, we arrive. Yes, after Even having though driven all, all day long day. for days and days and days, and got up at six in the morning. Yes, I mean we don't get up at six very often. No, we had help because yes. I actually got up at five thirty. Yes, you did to let out Tiny our to new let puppy. Tiny out our new Anatolian Shepherd puppy. Yes, he gets up at one o'clock in the morning. And 5.30. Yes. And you can let him out or you can clean up the clean mess. Clean up the mess. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one you went for. Uh, let him out. I let him out. It was honestly kind of fun at 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't get out for a walk out the very often woods. at no. 1 in the morning. Mm. And the places that we camped. They were pretty nice. They were pretty nice. We camped in um, the woods. forests, national forest parks. And we... We camped on a ridge top. Remember that? That was intense. That was our first first night, right? Yes. Very we very had windy. driven out of the um, desert basically, and uh, we were a bit parched. Yes. So we drove straight towards the coast. We got up uh, from Sacramento. We went up maybe I don't know five or ten or twenty miles, and then we took a left and went straight to the beach. On twenty. Yeah. On twenty, and we got up in the mountains, and then I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. So. Uh, I took a I took a turn on a dirt road, remember? Yep. And what did we find? We found this pullout that turned out to have um, quads or whatever's, you know, the kind of guys that ride around on their four wheel machines. Mm-hmm. There was a big, huge parking spot there, so we were going to camp there. I remember. Yep. And I took the doggy for a run. Mm-hmm. And then you and found, I found that place. it was oh my gosh, this is so pretty cool up here. So we went up on the ridge. Up on the ridge. We got up to the top of the ridge. We found a perfect spot. It's beautiful. Looked out on everything. But it's very windy. Shook the camper all night long. And the uh, first night with a puppy. Yes. He wasn't uh, exactly comfortable with all no. that shaking and rattling and noises. Stranges. Yeah. Strange noises. Plus his first night with us. Yeah. And uh, there's something about sleeping on a ridge, I think, energetically. Don't do it. I don't <laughs> think that you'll... You'd, did you get much sleep? No, I did not get much sleep. Yeah, and we were tired. We were. Yeah, so don't do that. I think the energy from the valleys like comes out the top of these mountain ridges or something. But holy cow, it was energetic. The moon was full, yeah. light yeah. shining in. Yeah. Energy was high. We had the equinox type energy going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... think that's today actually. Is maybe it? I don't maybe know what day it is. Today or but... tomorrow? I don't know. I think it might be tomorrow. That was but yeah, that, but, but it was close enough to it that, yeah, you could feel it. 
So our, our first day, we only made it, honestly, you know, six hours down the road. I promise. But it's only a 14-hour drive. Right. So six hours is a good Consider- chunk of it. Considerable amount, you'd think. So you should be able to finish it the next day. You would. And that we didn't even plan. get out of California the next day. No, we didn't even make it out. And we, we drove all day. We well, were driving all day. Since the puppy gets you up at 5.30, and we normally use sleep until 8 or something. Mm-hmm. 5.30, make coffee in 6, get up and start going 7 or 8, mm-hmm. and drive pretty steady all day. There's no real restaurants to stop at. We didn't stop at any restaurants. Nope. We occasionally stopped, cooked some food, at. We had one camper. takeout, a takeout. Fish and chips. We made a few chips and a few bits and threw the rest out. <laughs> yeah. Really didn't uh, sit That's well. very nice, no. I don't know why. I don't know why. But anyways, we anyways, drove, and took... drove and 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 drove. When we stopped, we were 10 hours away. Yeah. After driving all day, yes. it's a 12-hour drive. We made five hours the first day. We drove all day the next. 10 hours to go. Yes. It was actually 13 hours trip. It's a 13-hour trip. But yeah, the first day we drove a few hours, four or five hours. The second day we drove all day. Literally all day. All day. day, And we were still 10 hours short. We still had to go another 10 hours. We just made it to the border of Oregon. Yeah. The third day we drove all day again. All through Oregon. All the way through Oregon. Yeah. All of it. All of it. We didn't make it all the way After driving all day, we still had six hours left. We were in the middle of Oregon in the sand dunes <laughs> after driving all day again. Yes, yeah. The next day from the sand dunes, you should be able to get home Easy. easily. Didn't happen. No. We got to Washington, though. Yes. But we only got halfway up it. Yeah. <sighs> so now there's like three hours left. Yes. Got up at six. Yes. We got driving right away. Yes, we did. We drove nonstop except non-stop for one for hours. One lunch break. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. I drove us up into the woods. I cooked you. We were allegedly four and a half hours away by now. Yes. We went into the woods, went off the road, and just cooked something real quick. Mm-hmm. Some rice and some yep. steak. Yeah. Got done with that, backed out, and kept on going down the road. We got to the Shaman Jack at 7 o'clock at night. I know. It's ridiculous. So how do we freak fit? How does three hours of driving take 12 hours? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> for the whole trip. Yeah. That's all? You just don't know? I don't know what happened, but yeah, that happened. It was an interesting audiobook, at least. Yeah, we were listening <laughs> to a 25 hour audiobook for a six hour drive and we it's, almost finished it. I know. <laughs> that was oh. pretty insane. Did you have any observations on your trip of uh, the State of the Union, so to speak? How's well, the split coming? Yeah, the split is coming along famously. It seems to be splitting. It's definitely splitting. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. It's 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 really hard. It was. I noticed that going into California, um, I had a hard, tough time sleeping and stuff. But it was very dry. It's very dry there, so we got a little bit dried. Uh, we didn't bring a humidifier and forgot to ask for one when we were there. And um, so it was a little bit uncomfortable with the dryness. And there was still a little bit of smoke in the air, although not as much. And my trip down there was pretty interesting because, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but 
the 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 forecast was extreme smoke, extreme heat, very dry. Yeah, and I needed to bring the grace. night before, I said, you know, well, I think we talked about this already, but it's like, if it matters, if I matter, if you know, let's do something radical. For example, bring rain to California so that I, all the smoke goes away and so it gets a little bit damper and lower the temperatures. Yeah, be nice. And the next day, Daniela told me there was a massive storm that Coming. night. And it was that night, yeah, it was. There was a massive storm the night before, and, you know, she was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Did you order this? Said, well, kind of. <laughs> kind of asked. Yeah. Or set the, made, you set the question. I set the question, and the answer came. And the answer came. And the smoke went from purple to greenish, yellow. Green, yellow. It'd be green, yellow, yellow for an hour or two, yeah. and then back to green. Yeah. And the temperatures went down, like radically down a lot. So yeah, for the whole over week, hundred to the eighties yeah. and a little. So for the whole week, it was a lot different for people in California. Manageable and then for we sure. left. The temperatures rose and the smoke came back. And well, yeah, it felt like we were kind of like you asked, kind of asked for about a week. Yeah, a week <laughs> you got a week yeah. vacation mm-hmm. or a week um. Visiting, yeah. A week pass. A week's pass for California. One week pass for California. Yeah. But then I felt very uncomfortable still, even though it's comfortable. It was not deadly for me, but it was not 100% comfortable because of the heat and the dryness of it. Daniela lent us some um, diffusers. Little steamer diffusers, yeah. yeah they put that makes a huge difference that night, the last night. Um, but we left and uh, on the way out, I had this energy about me that I noticed I had it there too. Oh, and I couldn't put a name to it. It was almost like irritable, but not the most like disquiet. Between irritable and disquiet. Restless. Restless, yes. It, those were the words that come closest to it. And I was processing that energy and looking at it. And it was just there. It was just kind of there. And then suddenly I felt it was gone. And I looked around and I asked Larry, I said, are we in Oregon or something? And he said, yeah, yeah, we we were in Oregon now for a bit. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the environment in California. And I know that in California, when I lived there, Gaia said I had to leave. In 2014, I and I said, why? It's because she had other plans for ga- for California. And you probably and I wasn't said compatible. no. I said no, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't compatible with those plans, so that's why I had to leave. And I can see the level of stress and everything there. It's not compatible with me uh, that I felt. I, I'm sure other people are very happy there and they don't feel that level of stress, but I definitely do. So that was interesting for me. Coming up, the further north we got, the more relaxed I became and the more comfortable I became. But something happened while I was there and during my trip up. And a couple of things we were quite interested in and listening to and spontaneously receiving information about ETs mm-hmm. and ultra-dimensional beings. That was interesting. We talked about that last week on our podcast. Um, but the other aspect of it is like a very, very deep, deep, deep awareness that people lived there in the different areas. Remember, you kept saying that over and over. Yeah. People live here. And it was like, it's not just a random comment. 
it was like a deep awareness of people live here. They live here all the way up. And even today here in Shaman Shack, I felt that deep, deep feeling of people live here. Maybe you don't notice, but the oddest thing about it is you'd usually say that when we were literally in the middle of the wilderness and there was nobody there. I did not notice that, no. You would say that when there was nobody there. Huh. <laughs> like, where we were eating lunch? Uh-huh. That was off the freeway 10 minutes or so, 15 yeah. minutes up in the forest. And he'd said that people live here. And I'm wondering, where does that come from? And there is nobody here. <laughs> so that yeah, every time that you brought it up, there would be nobody there. Really? Uh, when you brought it up today, it was in the fields back there, and there's nobody living there. Mm. <clears throat> That's an interesting fact about it. Yep, so it feels to me, when I tap into it, feels like there's more, there's, I guess, a multidimensional reality where more than one layer of real exists simultaneously in the same literal space that you're standing, mm -hmm. and another layer of reality you're there, but not present in that other reality. But they're here, and they're there, while they're different, they're here. Mm. So where we're standing in the wilderness, people live there, but they live there in the other layer. Kind of what that would make, Yeah, that makes, makes sense. Because it didn't make any sense when you would say it every time. I'd be like, people don't live here. <laughs> You said on the beach too. We we're on the beach with all these rocks and some ocean and no house for a hundred miles. Like people live here. Like okay. <laughs> well, here like a hundred miles from here, yeah, but not here. Here, from my <clears throat> remembrance of it, I could feel the people's houses. I thought we were. I thought I was saying it. Middle of cities and whatnot. Yeah, I think there's another here there. Layer. Yeah, be another a layer. layer that you're becoming aware of. Mm. That's one of the things that I think the alien visitor girl was talking about too. Remember the layers of real? Right. Um, so, yeah, so those are like the trip was very interesting. The amount it took us to travel, it's almost like we were folding or the 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 road was unfolding and becoming longer for us. Maybe we were going through ultra dimensional other realities because how would you explain it otherwise? Right? I can't explain it. I mean I don't even know how we had enough food. And we haven't even really made a dent in our food. Yeah. Yeah. Well we did go shopping too. At the very last day, I think mean. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Food for the That's house. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we didn't eat very much and very small portions. And it Tiny wasn't portions, hungry. yeah. And I packed when we went down for a couple days down, a couple days back, maybe gone four or five days. Hmm. Didn't know that we were going to spend a week down there mm -hmm. and a week driving back. And yeah. I definitely didn't pack for that. Right. I remember the, uh, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. But I did have to dump a thing. Oh. And in one day, <laughs> in one and a half days, it had a week's worth of in it. 
I had to do that a lot of times this trip. Yeah. Yeah. Something unusual. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because usually you can make an entire trip. A whole week. Whole week, no sweat. Yeah, it doesn't fill up. A day was full. It was. Yeah, you're right. We were like, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Because we are just two people and we don't go there. And you don't, you don't. And I use the other bathrooms, yeah. Exactly, the the campers, camping grounds. Yeah. We had more, we had Brett with us the other week and it lasted an entire week. It did, yeah. Okay, that was crazy. So it wasn't just me that thought that was strange. It was strange. But anyways, that was pretty interesting. Interesting trip. Interesting reality matrix. It's it's kind of flexible. (laughs) Fluid and flexible. Yeah, we might have been experiencing that. That could be an answer to it. Yeah. So it does feel like the split is becoming more splitty. Yeah. And it seems like the um, attempts to re-engage with the splitties isn't really met with um, welcome open arms anymore. It's kind of like stay in your and you stay in your. It's kind of like split. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not as much mixing of the, the reels. Mm. Yeah. There were definitely places that we went that I felt like turn around and leave. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. We were going to go to, I think it was a restaurant, but I don't remember what it was. And we went to it and we just thought to the door and we're like, no, no I, don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. We turned around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never predicted that's what our reel would be now. <laughs> A couple of years ago, you know, what the level of split, level oh, of physical yeah. split. It's I knew easy. it was going to happen. I just didn't know how it was going to manifest. You know, it's like how is it going to manifest? I don't understand. But okay, let's see. <laughs> yeah. So, a um, w- couple of things that come from and talked about the split. I think you had said there were some questions about something like, uh, and it's probably comes about as a consequence of mixing split which is the dark night of the soul type of stuff i'm not exactly sure what that is what is that so when people say the night that then dark going night, through a dark night of the soul or yeah what does that something. mean to you what does that mean to you to me my thought was that that was like a super trying environment or place mm. like you go in there and you're entering a crucible where everything is uh, super intense. And at the other side of it, if you make it through and you don't like subsume or whatever, you know, get absorbed by that, you come out either um, stronger, wholer, put together through the crucible of um, intensity, or it just absorbs you up and you spits you out, spits you out as an <laughs> addict or something. <laughs> What do you think? What yeah. is it? Yeah, it's interesting to define it even because uh, growing up, I always felt it was when people went to, into a depression mm. and it was like going through a dark night of the soul where you question everything, the meaning of life and why you're here and all that type of energy. To me, that's what it meant. Um not really engaging or enthusiastic about the physical reality that you're in or even your life 
But mostly the the word question your reality. For me, that's what it meant as I was growing up. Mm. Uh, more recently, though, to me, the words that are used to describe it are very key in the meaning. It doesn't say dark night of the physical body mm-hmm. or the emotional body or the mental body or the ego, dark night of the ego. It says the soul. It's a soul thing. And as we know, we are made up of two bodies. One is the soul and one is the physical body, right? Physical elemental. Yeah, physical elemental body. And the other one is the soul is a very subtle body. A subtle elemental body in a way. Mm-hmm. Very subtle, More very subtle. subtle. And it's about the soul. So to me, when I look at it from that perspective, it feels like the soul goes through a crisis of experiential crisis a soul crisis yeah it's almost like i'm here in this physical reality working within (laughs) working within a physical body and it's like do i really want to be here what am i doing here why am i here right That, that to me that's that's where it goes i see and and then there's a couple of ways out. One of them, as far as I've seen, is for the soul person to reconnect with their physical body elemental because often this happens when the person disconnects from their body. Right? Mm. And that disconnect can happen, like you said, through drugs, alcohol, obesity, unhealthy environments and whatever. And... The reconnection with the physical body elemental is key into getting that soul back on track and realizing why they're here. Because it's all about connection. Connection with the physical universe. And also reconnecting with your environment, physical environment, but also, most importantly, and a key aspect of soul experience here on this planet is connecting with other people. Connecting with other people, other people of your frequency, right? And how do you do that? Earlier we were talking a little bit about that because we have a new puppy and we have to introduce a new puppy to the the pack, the dogs that we already have. And we have to introduce that puppy to us to see how do you live with humans? How do you live with us in particular? Mm -hmm. And that can be... That can run away and become very difficult very quickly if you don't deal with it right away with that puppy. But it doesn't happen automatically because if you leave it to be automatic, it's, it can be a mess. It's not pleasant. Right? Well, in our case, particularly because of Lucy. Exactly. Lucy, she's a big, big, big guardian. She's dog. on the aggressive side, the red zone side. Very red zone. Possessive very side, injured side. Yeah. She's, She's all of the difficult parts yeah. of a giant. When you dog. brought her home, she was a puppy and she growled at you and snapped at you all the way home. I mean, that's an injured puppy, right? It's yeah. not just a guardian dog that's injured. And, you know, we stuck with her where we had to build eight foot fences and and she still got out, got run over and everything else, you know. And she does attack people and she will kill somebody if she gets out. And she tried to kill that puppy, right? Yeah. So, but obviously we didn't let her near him. No, I muzzled. (laughs) I muzzled her and I leashed her and I leashed the puppy too. 
And then I introduced them. This has been a day. Mm -hmm. I gave them a day to sniff butts and be on either side of their little fence. And then uh, fed them with the other two dogs. Mm -hmm. Who, they're acting very strange, honestly. Because uh, Tiny is another one of those guardian breeds. Yes. He doesn't have back down in him. He doesn't have... um, Manners. I don't think it's manners. It's a fear response to aggression. All right. So... Missy barks or growls at him, doesn't do anything. He literally right. looks at Missy's like, What, are you talking what? to me? <laughs> me? Or somebody behind me? Or what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and Lucy goes berserk or red zone, mm-hmm. gets really, really mad at him. And he just sits down next to her on the other side of the fence, literally almost touching her. And she's <laughs> going berserk. And he's like, just, that's how you talk, I guess. <laughs> it's like a normal talking day. It's like, that's crazy. But. He's afraid of water. He's afraid of butterflies. He's afraid of yes. <laughs> stairs. He's afraid of a little hill. Yeah. Remember? Yes. Couldn't get him to walk down hill. this hill. Right. Yeah. But dogs, not afraid. Not a bit. Mm. So uh, Missy and Romeo are sitting on the cement, giving him some space. And he has all the cushions, like <laughs> PB does, you know? He's got all the cushions. He's laying there. He's like, come on, guys. Come lay down. And they're like, nope. Nope. We're not going near you. We don't know you, stranger. (laughs) Okay. Nice pillows you guys got. (laughs) But, yeah, to introduce Tiny to Lucy, I know is going to be a process of a couple weeks or something. Mm. Hopefully faster, but not rushed. No. But also not left. um, By itself. Not left to their own devices. Lucy has to be... Supervised. A natural result of le- leaving them to do the dog thing would be that he would be dead in a few seconds. Yeah. She probably. would kill him. She would probably kill him because that's mm-hmm. what she's for, exactly. to kill intruders. Stranger dogs, yeah. Well, bark know. at them first, and if they don't leave, then bite them. Yeah. Wolves and coyotes and other dogs. That's what it's So for. on a positive note, it kept all of our chickens happy and alive and clucking all over the place. But on a negative note, we know that that's part of her makeup. Yeah. So we don't just toss another dog in the mix Can't. and expect it to work. But that the other part is is that we have to communicate with our cohabitors the gravity of the situation. And it's hard to necessarily get that gravity through. Mm-hmm. Because it's a dog as far as they know, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a thing that goes um, probably part of something we can continue to talk about is living as a group or a tribe or a community yeah how to communicate things you know? yeah yeah so it's it is part of that you know um a lot of lone wolves are listening and they're finding their tribes yeah a lot of, a lot of you are mm-hmm. good job good job good job now that you have found your tribe a tribe, a tribe. what now do you passively allow them to you know, uh, assimilate you or whatever you would call, or <laughs> are you a active part of the process? Exactly. Yeah. What, 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 what words did we come up with that? Remember at the beginning? Uh, there was two words. Last time it was coercion and uh, free, free will. will. And this one was passive, um, passive, passive, um, consumer. Oh yeah, consumer. Are no, you a passive consumer of the group? The group. Basically, you show yeah. up and you expect eat the food and they to be entertained. Expect somebody to 
direct and direct you, point in point the directions and, and feed you, include you, or exclude you, you, or ask you. Yeah. yeah. Or are you the active co-creator of the food it, and activity and everything The co-creator of the tribe, mm -hmm. the maker of the activity, the yeah. inviter of the activity, the doer of the stuff, yes. the understanding of the personalities, the research to understand how groups cohese, mm, exactly. you know, the yeah. active participant. Yeah. The act I remember thinking, well, you know, what do we do with a dog? We take them for walks. It's well known that you take the whole pack for walks and that um, accelerates the integration of the new member of the pack. Walking together, yes. Yes. So I was suggesting, why don't we grab the new members of the human pack and take yeah, them for walks for together? Walks with the dogs. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the type of thing, you know, it's like, it's not just gonna happen when there's a pack a lot of wolves. Fifty-year-olds will pack long wolves living together in <laughs> living the same together. house or in the same neighborhood. It's not going to happen. They're going to be lone wolves in the house together apart. <laughs> yes, living alone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably with little fences between them. Don't cross these boundaries. Yes. You know, this is my space. This is what I got. This is my thing. This is yeah. how I eat. This is how I sleep. This is when I get up. This is, you know, all of the, yeah. you bring your lone wolfie with you and then try to lone wolfie together. Guess what? <laughs> You have to learn how to. With a really good them. luck, with mm -hmm. a right amount of luck, sometimes it'll like work. It could be mm -hmm. like two individuals living in the same vicinity mm -hmm. that don't intrude on each other's stuff. Mm -hmm. But mostly, yeah, that's probably going to not be what it means to join a tribe. Right. So one of the things stuff. that's really important, both to step out of that dark night of the soul, but also. Because it's connected, right? What happens? What is that dark night of the soul? Is disconnect. Mm -hmm. It's disconnect. Disconnect from your physical body. And this is disconnect from... Physical body, the soul needs a connection with the physical body. It needs a connection with other people. It needs a connection with the environment. Without those connections, it's going to go into darkness. And that's ah, what causes it. I see. You see? That's what it's about. Right? And in this specific time frame that we're at you cannot be by yourself that's not going to help you it's not going to be easy for you you need to connect you need to seek out other people of your frequency and connect but the why has to be there and that's what important why do why would three four lone wolves living in the same neighborhood why would they want to go for a walk together why would they want to connect yeah, why? Right? That's important to know the why. The why, your why, has to be really, really known by you. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? So if you don't have a strong enough why, it's not you're gonna work. not going to do it. Right. You literally will have found a tribe and not join it. Exactly. And I don't mean join it. It's like when you go and say, oh, I wonder if they'll accept me. When? When you're... I never do that. I know you... I just... I haven't said the <laughs> finished part. Honey. Give me a second. Okay, 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 okay. When you go around a group and you say, I wonder if they'll accept me, you never say that. No, I don't. It's the other direction. Yes. Will I accept them? Right. So when is you join a tribe... Is this group interesting enough for me to hang out with them? Yeah. Well, this is... I'm going to make this group interesting for me and for them. 
not just I wonder if they're interesting. Uh, this is a bigger connection. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And the why? The right. why? There's both. Why are you going to do that? There's both. Sometimes it comes from an area of I have this fabulous interest. I wonder if anybody else is interested in it, right? And that has worked wonders for me and walk with me now for example i have an interest in learning french and there's a lot of french speakers and french people who don't speak french at all who are interested in the same thing and we started a group and today we had the first german group yes i was very interested in learning german until somebody like you know set it up and because it's a lead (laughs) it's yeah it's nice to learn the language yeah, yeah but it's the connection it's even nicer to make the connection for a number of reasons. Okay, number those reasons, honey. Five. Five reasons? Okay, yes. one. Companionship. Okay. Connection. Two. Connection. connection. I don't, not only do I know these people are part of our tribe, I know who they are. I know uh-huh. their voice, how they talk. Three. I know their laugh, their Look laughter. Look at it to know them. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a more intimate connection than... Oh, hi, you're here too. Oh, hi, you're here too. Right. It's like past casual. Yes. Into... Um, that was only three. So do you have four? Well, I've said a bunch of things. I mean, <laughs> you should have been counting past. I was counting, but you didn't give me more numbers. Okay, and four. Uh-huh. Um, the... The... Um, reception of giving and receiving so having receiving practice in the case of this mm-hmm. receiving information receiving i mean i didn't i didn't say here i'll give you 50 bucks teach me some spanish i did i would like to join this group learning some german yeah. and there were people who said oh well i know german very well and i would love to Share my language with you. Teach you. And I will do a little bit of work even and put it together in a way that I think it's going to help you understand the language. We'll have a picture book, we'll have some word, we'll share it, and we'll have some laughter together. Right? Yeah. So that was receiving. I was on the receiving side, completing circuits. Yes. So there was that was four and five, I think. Yes. The circuit. Yes. Needs to be complete. So now that list if i made me do it one two three four five i wouldn't be able to get it but if i listened back i probably could how about you it's very good very good connection points it's very good connection points and i'm not walking down the street saying what's my job today oh i need to cut the grass that's a task Uh i need to go to german class not to learn german so much as to connect with German. <laughs> German? Connect with German? <laughs> yeah, there's a little of that, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's the connection. The connection is fun. So it's I have a, a job, mow the grass, interest, I have right? a job, mm-hmm. a purpose of my soul to be in my physical body, which is connection. Mm-hmm. This is one of those ways Depend. that you can actively engage in the connection by the receiving and the giving yes. of, the jo- of the joy of learning, I guess. Yes. You know what, though? I don't I think of... anybody missed us when we were gone for a week or two weeks. I can't remember how many weeks we were gone, but we stayed in California for a week. <laughs> we were gone forever. <laughs> Lucy, you're here. Nobody cared. No, they're there. 
Missy. Fred came out after half hour or something. Say hi. Missy was at the gate wagging her <laughs> I tail. Think we got Martha down a half and Dan an hour. were even we gone. They weren't even here. Not even here. <laughs> they probably didn't believe we were actually showing up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody missed us. The chickens didn't come say hi. No. Ignore this. The cats did, though. They Brad both did. came out. Yeah, Brad, Brad and, and, Theodora. and Theodora came over. Said hi, hang out with us for a bit. They're very happy to see us. Well, I think the point I was trying to get at, though, we were talking about dark nights of the soul, and we were talking about connection, connection. and physical body connections. Cats are good for that, if they're yours. <laughs> is that the point? <laughs> the point is, when you're um, going about your daily life, one of your jobs at this time is connect, not just finding your tribe, connecting with them too, right? Of course, yes. Well, I mean, it's you say what of course. The, what is the joining? That's you the whole point. You say of course, but it's I've seen it's not, it a hundred times. Yeah. It's There's not of ten course. individuals in the room. Yes. And what is this group gonna? What's it? What's for me? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like what am I gonna get out of this? Or consumer. Right, and Passive the get out consumer. of it can also be the, um, remember, power, or I mean, uh, service to others and service to self oh, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So some people show up to service others. Yes. They get out of it. Oh, I get to X, Y, Z. Help all these, Help all these people. Yeah. And the other ones are... Help me. What am, yeah. Entertain me. Entertain me. Keep, keep me, me busy. Busy. Keep Fill me up my engaged. day with some Keep me engaged. Reason. Keep me interested to stay. So we're talking, these are some whys. Yeah. Some so. of the individual um, whys. So there's more to it is the point I'm trying to get at. There's mm -hmm. more to than just uh, servicing Passively yourself. or arriving getting, and expecting to be served or, or serving and be entertained. And, and, or, and just like convinced to be staying whatever, right? Well, I remember the there's, there's <laughs> the, you wrote an article about this a long time ago and I think I read it at the same time I was reading some channel stuff. All that channel stuff kind of at one point or another like melted into its each other. They were like basically all said the same. And it was that service to self was bad and service to others was good. Remember? <laughs> yeah. What did but, my article say? <laughs> service to others is service to self. Right. And but power of self. Service comes from the word serve us. Slave. Slave. Slave to yourself or a slave to others. Right? Neither is good. Neither is great. No. So you don't want to bring service to self, service to others, either one of those into your tribe. No, no you don't. What do you want to bring? You want to bring power engagement. Of self, engagement. You want to bring engagement, proactivity. Interest. Interesting and interested. Interest, uh, that's it. Interested and interesting. Right. And that works great for relationships too. Friendships and any, any relationship. And consideration. Interested and interesting. Consideration for the fact that you're probably engaged with a bunch of lone wolves. Yeah. And they're not professionally adept at making not being lone wolves, welcome. making friends, <laughs> making you feel welcome. Having the right kind of manners for whatever it is that makes you a particularly lone wolfy lone wolf, you know? <laughs> so, 
basically that's called patience and consideration. And go for walks together. Go for walks together, sure. Collect uh, mushrooms together. Yeah. Walk dogs together. Yeah. Um, do crafts and arts and stuff together. Yeah, there you go. Um, build things together, maybe. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, projects together, but you put away you put away some percent of your time for your tribe activities, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. But um, not not specifically only then either. In other words. Okay, on Sunday so, at noon we meet. So, All the rest of the week we're alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that can happen. That can happen. Yeah, it's like, oh no, 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 I can't see you today. We're going to be seeing see you on you Sunday. Sunday. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lone wolves are very creative about how they <laughs> structure. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I've have you ever heard about two married couple, a married couple that live, um, live lives. Um, Totally completely separate, separate lives together. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, they they can they can uh, manage for quite a long time like mm. that. Until one of them meets somebody who actually enjoys their company. Yeah, <laughs> and that, to hang out at with that them. time when that happens, guess what? Yeah, it's, it's over, over for the other one. Most times, yeah. yeah. I guess it's an important thing to, if you're listening to this, contribute to the conversation. Of what builds a healthy and strong tribe. Yeah. Not healthy and strong tribe of bunch of followers, a healthy and strong tribe of lone wolf alphas, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Sovereign beings. Sovereign beings. Why together. would you even want to hang out together? Exactly. Give me a good why, honey. Interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. That's a strong enough why? For me. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> it's more interesting than not. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got to work on your whys, lady. Whys? <laughs> Those whys ain't for me. big enough for everybody. Not for everybody, but for because me Because some are. people, interesting is uh, watching YouTube. Well, I That's say, pretty interesting. I, I can do that for a couple of decades and yes, I'll be fine. <laughs> but not quite, because what do you do when you watch your YouTubes? You do it in public so that you can tell people, look, 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 look at that truck. It That's got stuck you. in the mud. Look, look, look. Oh, you missed it. Look, honey, honey, rewind honey, 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 it. Honey, honey, come look. I'll rewind it for you. I'll rewind it for you. You're so excited. Please don't. <laughs> don't <rewind it. laughs> Please don't rewind it. Here, see? Look, no, look, look at it. Honey, look look at it again. Look at it. <laughs> He's never getting out of that. But look. It did. He, he did. did get out. <laughs> So, so most of us are going to need a bigger why. Yeah, okay. Think about, think about think about the lone wolves that are joining tribes. Mm-hmm. Think about our own group here, for uh-huh. example. Yeah. What whys would they have for, like, a new person shows up, including them, and taking into consideration what they're going to go through. Maybe their own dark night of the soul, probably. Yeah. Maybe that's how they got here, even. Maybe, yeah. What, what, um, what why would you want? High frequency um, individuals picking new paradigm um, who've we done do. a lot of work. That's you know your 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 work, mm-hmm. your uh, classes, your um, tools. Mm-hmm. Use those tools regularly. Why would why would you want 
that person around? Why would you want uh, a tribe of those? What could be a good why? Well, there's a few things, I guess. Interesting is one of them. But also, any type of project that any of the members wants to do can be done extremely fast because there's so many people there who can be there doing that with you. That's another one. It's, it's very empowering. It's, it's an, the, the empowerment increases when you're not on your own. Hmm. What about you? What would you say? What is your why, Larry? There's only one why. Only one? Yeah. What is it? Create the new paradigm, of course. Don't want to passively exist in the old paradigm. Okay. I want to actively exist in the new paradigm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And you need sense. co-creators for that. Yes. And um, if you just go willy-nilly and pick any old co-creators, guess what? It doesn't work. Well. You're not going to be creating a new paradigm. No, you're going to be drawn into the old. Yes. So that's a 100% A-plus reason right there. Yes. Because you're not going to find any better co-creators on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my why. A-plus-plus. Plus. I like it. That's my why. Yeah. So that means I give thought and consideration for what tools and trips and ticks and books and classes and YouTubes and things can contribute to making things more solid. But I have to admit that, you know, sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what a, another energy that I've seen, that I really like, and your energy that I've seen in the all the long wolves that came up to the Olympic Peninsula, mm-hmm. is that many of them are coming up now and saying, hey, I found this really fascinating class on XYZ. Yes. Anybody else wants to join with me? Yes, I love that. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh, so everybody uh-huh. in the you know, tribe joins that class for the day and then can talk about it and study together and all that stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Some, someone's taking classes on fork tuning meditations <laughs> and another one on creating greenhouses, I think. I can't remember. And one of them found another group of people who are speaking the same language, yeah. and part of their own tribe in, you know, a nearby town. It's like, yeah. hey, you guys want to listen or join or talk to them too and see how you yeah. say hi? Exactly. And I didn't have to go look for them. Yeah. They were brought in yep. to go look at together. Right. That right. does make for a much more interesting life. It does, yeah. Yeah. A++. Plus plus. Mm-hmm. Good job, tribe. Good job, tribe. So what do you think? It's all about connection. So the best way through a dark night of the soul is connection, reconnection with your physical body. Because the reason you're here is physical body experiences. And reconnect with. And then also reconnect with individuals around you. Yes. That are your high frequency. Mm -hmm. That are compatibly high frequency. Because uh, if you connect with the ones that are in the low frequency... It's not going to help you. You're not going to get out of no. your dark night of the soul. You need no. to connect with your high-frequency members. Right. Now, when you do that with your high-frequency members, uh, the, the, I guess the thought is that it's all milk and honey or something. Mm. 
that nobody else in that whole high frequency group is going to be anything but uh, happy, cheerful, and welcoming all the time forever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They don't like wake up on the wrong side of the bed once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> or get crabby or get tired or have open doors of their own that sometimes are triggered. Right. Now, the majority of the time, my experience is they don't. Right. But occasionally it happens. It happens. Yeah. yeah. So you have consideration and patience. That doesn't mean they're low frequency. It just meant they had a low frequency or or an open door to a low frequency happen. Maybe they didn't sleep. Maybe they didn't eat. Maybe they didn't whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you help by say, hey, do you need to take a... I don't think it'd be a good idea to say, you're... You look super tired. Will you want to take a nap? <laughs> I'll, I'll watch your kids. But, you know, you can be con you can be considerate of the thought that, okay, did they eat? Are they thirsty? Are they very tired? Is there some way that I could support them that might pull one of those things without, you know, I guess, triggering them even worse? Right. You know? yeah. Yeah. So you got to be creative sometimes, I guess. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of moving parts, honey. I don't mm -hmm. think I've totally, totally, uh, I don't, I know I haven't really got it down yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think that we have enough people in our tribe walk with you now and talk with you now that there probably are some good inputs. And I want to look on the uh, talk with me now and walk with me now and see if there's books, there's YouTubes, there's trainings, that kind of thing that help build a healthy, happy, cohesive group of people. Mm -hmm. I know I got some books, but I just haven't read it. Yeah. How about you? Actually, interestingly enough, the last Spanish call that we had the, the broadcast was about how to create a powerful cohesive high frequency group <gasps> too bad it's in spanish now you're in spanish. <laughs> <laughs> is there an english translation available <laughs> you know, why don't you do thing? it in english eh? <laughs> can you why do it in english, english please <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke because every time you ever did a class you oftentimes would get a, can you make it in Spanish, please? Yeah. This time, can you make it in English, please? Yeah. Is that a no? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. We'll make our own English-German group. There you go. <laughs> learning how to create a cohesive group. Yeah. I think in the instant manifestation workshops, those go through the process of creating a healthy group. Yes, they do. And a lot of the yeah, a lot together. of the structure is aimed at creating a powerful manifesting group. Oftentimes, our events and the gatherings mm -hmm. basically create those connections. Yes, not but otherwise not by accident. They're designed to do that. Yes, they're designed to do that. That's a good reason to go. Mm -hmm. Is to have and experience that. Right. Right. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are you going to have another one soon? Not soon. Are you going to have another one not soon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How long is not soon? I don't know. Because when clear. Gaia says, hey, hey, yeah. you'll say, mm -hmm. okay, probably. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
the other projects, of course, this week, in a few days, we're going to, on Monday, actually, yeah, I guess when this is released, it's Monday, so we're starting the proofreading of The Earth Files, the second book in the Return series, and that's a nice, beautiful, cohesive group that formed to proofread it, which is excellent, it's a different way to work. Before we gave it to proofreaders, multiple ones to work on it, but this time it's going to be a team. So I'm hoping that the team way way works works good. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be nice because it feels like you know it's a marathon to try and read that in the altered state and look for corrections. (laughs) But maybe as a group, you can keep each other together in that high frequency altered state together. Yes, maybe it will. Yeah, we're going to see. That's we're going to see it. It'll be interesting to see. So to me, it is interesting. The word interesting is why that I join groups why. and why I stay in groups and that. And it's not something I ever did before. I, I never actually had found anyone or any groups interesting enough for me to stick with, around with them. As a child, growing up, as a young adult, and even an older adult. Never did until we formed Walk With Me Now and then all these interesting people started arriving. Mm. That's when I thought, this is interesting and it's interesting to form all these other subgroups and sociocracy groups and everything. So it's, it's brand new to me, like this, and to me it is this strong, wide, interesting. That's what drives me. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to belittle your why. just wasn't big <coughs> enough why for me. I understand. But I'm glad to know that's what it takes to keep you engaged, just be interesting. <laughs> Thank <Interesting>, you. <yes. laughs> <laughs> I shall be very interesting. Yes. Is <laughs> 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 hmm. anything else on your mind, honey? No. It's good. You feel complete? I do. How about you? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like we. I feel complete. Oh, I'm glad yeah. to be home too. Yeah, I'm glad to be and home. And I feel too. home. Oh, that's good. How good. about you? I feel here. You feel here. <laughs> yes. We got to go to the boat. I feel here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel at home at the boat anymore, unfortunately. No, no. It's very grating energy going into the res, and it's just grating. I can't. I could do not feel comfortable. Among people or crowds. Yep, I understand that. My physical body feels it, feels the illness, feels the unwellness and the death. And the and um, probably the stay away yes, and the, the energy, combativeness the, of it. You're not welcome the, here. Yeah, doesn't feel comfortable with that. So. Well, there isn't an easy resolution for that, is there? Nope. You just have to wait it out. Just have to wait it out. Okay. Yeah. How about our fossil beach? What about it? Does that feel homey? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, this here, like here. This here. is here, and the fossil beach is here. Both of those are here. Yes. I guess I don't understand the difference between here and home. Uh, well, that's a whole new conversation. I thought we were complete. 
We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about groups. What's that feeling at home got to do with groups? Well, I think the home and the here feeling and the group feeling are a little bit intertwined in this thread. That's mm. why it came out. Okay. So um, I'm here, but am I home? Here and home. I think you can see the difference, right? Yes. If I were home, like for example. I know there's a difference. That's why I didn't say home. I, un I understand that. You're very. Okay. You understand that. I'm just elucid. Yeah, you know the word, right? <laughs> Elucidating. <laughs> Illuminating. <laughs> Talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to be interesting, darling? <laughs> I was trying to use a big word to impress you. Okay. But I it couldn't worked. figure it out. <laughs> it worked. It made me laugh. <laughs> I think that is connected, honey. Okay. So if you're home, then you can like take your socks off, sit on the couch, put your feet up on the table. Oh, not the table. <laughs> well, I do, but... Not when I'm there. <laughs> I often hear about it. <laughs> okay. And if you're here, you probably leave your shoes on or at least keep your feet on the floor. Right? <laughs> I usually walk with my feet on the floor. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Guess I feel more at home. Yes, <laughs> my feet are not on the floor. Good job. <laughs> but also with here, it's like uh, I'm passing through here, and home is like I'm here, and my roots are stuck in the ground. Mm. There's a connection to here. Right. That calls right. that's called home. Right. So how 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 do I think that it's important for when you say um, find your tribe mm -hmm. that you create home with them mm. in a sense so that yeah. you're that comfortable together mm. yeah that makes sense yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's where I wanted to go with that right. so that was the bit that was still left hanging mm. that was the hanging or the chat or whatever they called that mm. remember in the, you don't remember that no. do you no. in Florida they had hanging chads chads okay when you go to a vote for the president, uh -huh. I remember that was you. They were voting for Bush and Gore. Okay. And Gore was the good environmental guy, and Bush was the whatever warmonger. Uh -huh. And then um, Gore won. Uh -huh. And then Bush won, and then Gore won, and then Bush won. And they're like super duper close tied. Uh -huh. So it came down to Florida. Uh -huh. Florida was the ones to make the decision up. Uh -huh. And there was um, election papers that had hanging chads. And that's the little bit of paper that's there still. Uh -huh. So if it had a hanging chad, then it, does it count or does it not count? Oh, Something like that. Okay. So it was decided by the chads. Okay. And you know how it went. Yes. Um, Bush's brother or something was the governor of that state. <laughs> so whichever way was in his favor worked, <laughs> worked out that yeah. way. Yeah. Anyway, home. Home. Be home here. Here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I feel complete now. Excellent. Love you, honey. Love you too, darling. <laughs>